Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have a topic I want to dive into and that topic is why your weight fluctuates from day to day and some things you can do about it and uh, whatnot there. So before I dive into that though, I just have a few ways you can help support the podcast. So first, if you're sick of just focusing on weight loss and instead want a body recomp, then my one-on-one online coaching program is for you. I help you lose body fat and build muscle with my body recomp training, nutrition, and lifestyle methods. We look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific needs. There's also at least one or two bottlenecks that we figure out outside of the training and nutrition protocol that are keeping you from seeing the results that you want to see. And this Usually it's keeping people from seeing results more than they think. And this plays a big, pretty big role, right? Obviously training and nutrition is super important, the protocol for that, but sometimes there's some things outside of it that um, end up limiting how much you can do from a training nutrition perspective. So if you're interested in that, uh, there's a link in the show notes to fill out the link, uh, the application, or you can reach out to me on Instagram and we can chat about it in more details. Um, if you aren't interested in full coaching, I do also do one-on-one consultations where we troubleshoot any issues you have and or map out a game plan. Um, if you just want to learn more about it, about a body recomp, I have my 75 minute masterclass on body recomp, what it is, how to do it. And you can find the link to that in the show notes as well. Next, if you don't follow me on Instagram, Jeff, H-O-E-H-N underscore, that's where I'm most active on social media. So if you have any questions or you want to participate in the Q and A's, that would be the place uh, to follow me at. And then lastly, if you found this podcast to be helpful in any way, if you could leave a rating and review, and that will help more people find uh, this podcast. So with that out of the way, let's dive into today's uh, topic. So I uh, want to talk about why your weight fluctuates from day to day. And I think this is a good topic because I know a lot of people, whether I talk to them on a consultation or they're just reaching out, I know a lot of people and, and myself included, right? I used to get frustrated with this. If, if you get frustrated or confused by your scale weight from day to day, then this is going to be an episode that you want to listen to. All right. I will say on this, there's some good news and some bad news, right? The good news is that any weight gain from one day to the next is just water weight fluctuations, right? The bad news on this is any weight loss or weight gain from one day to the next is not fat loss or muscle gain. I think it's funny to go over both of those ends of the extreme because again, the good news is, okay, hey, you're up a little bit in weight. It's not fat gain. However, if you're trying to build muscle, you're up in weight one day. It's also not muscle either. And then from a weight loss perspective, you drop weight from one day to the next, you didn't lose body fat. So uh, I wanted to, to hit on that. I think one of the one of the big things I do here is I help clients understand how to use their scale weight in a helpful way. There's a lot of misconceptions around the scale weight. And I think it leads to a lot of issues in terms of protocols, maybe overreactions to things, maybe making changes when you don't need to. And so understanding the scale, I think is super important, super helpful because a lot of people have a negative relationship with it. And again, they don't quite understand it. So we're going to go over that today. This is something that I work on with clients, probably on a at least if I'm doing check-ins on a Monday, at least one to two times I'm, I'm talking about, hey, this is not what this is not fat gain or this is not muscle loss or whatever it may be. And teaching clients just to understand how the scale works, I think can be super helpful, right? Because if you can get this down and understand what's going on, 
you, you don't make those overreactions, right? You're able to just continue doing what you're doing and, and be confident in that. And, and, and it also leads to just a lot less anxiety and frustration when you understand what is going on with the scale. So again, if you struggle with that, uh, definitely continue to listen on here. So like I talked about, any change from day to day is just water weight fluctuations, okay? Again, it's not going to be fat gain or, or, or muscle loss or, or vice versa, like I talked about. Tissue change, muscle gain or fat loss is going to happen on much longer time scales, okay? This is going to be weeks and months of being in a deficit surplus combined with weight training. So this, what this means is any change you make based on one day is simply an overreaction. It's an overreaction to what's going on and you don't need to make any drastic changes from one way in to the next. Uh, so again, it's important to realize that a good amount of our body is made up of water. So naturally there's going to be these fluctuations from day to day based on some things that I will talk about. So I just want to go over a few ways before I dive into why this may happen. I, I want to go over how I go about tracking scale weight, because I do think it can be a super useful tool if used right. The problem is people just use it the wrong way. Again, overreacting to one day to the next, um, not in terms of like when they weigh in, uh, it, it's an issue, right? So we want to standardize it and we want to use it the right way. And then from there, we want to understand what the data is telling us. So again, scale weight, a lot of people think that the scale weight lies to them, but again, if over time, and we'll talk about how to get these numbers, if over time your scale weight's trending down, you're in a energy deficit, right? No matter what, even if you're trying to do it or you're not trying to do it, if your scale weight's trending down over time, you're in some sort of uh, energy deficit, right? If it's maintaining within about 2.5% over time, again, the average, and we'll talk about how to exactly to get your scale weight and some good ways to do it and to actually understand what's going on. If it's maintaining within two and a half percent over multiple weeks, you're at energy maintenance, whether you're trying to do that or not, you're at energy maintenance. And then third, if you're seeing your scale weight trend up over time, you are in some sort of calorie surplus. Again, whether you're trying to do that or not, you are in a calorie surplus. You need to make some potential adjustments here. But again, this is over time. So again, in terms of what I do with clients in terms of the exact protocol, it's I have them take their scale weight three times per week. Okay. So we're going to do it, pick three days, try to stay consistent with it. I personally do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's consistent. That's when I do it versus sometimes people take it on Monday. Sometimes they take it on Thursday. Sometimes they take it on, they're just all over the place. Try to get consistent Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's a good routine. It's just habit. Hey, it's Wednesday. I'm weighing in today. Again, if something crazy happens where it's like a really weird week or I maybe for whatever reason, on a Tuesday night, had something going on, I had to go out, things change. I may just push it back to Thursday because I think sometimes people weigh in, like this is a mistake that I just thought of in my head. I think people make a mistake of weighing in after something that's drastically different than what they do from, from an everyday basis. And that's either their scale weight super low or it's super high. And then again, this leads to those overreactions. So that's a mistake too. Try to stay consistent in terms of when you take it versus if you have a so first get consistent, but then if you have something that pops up, let's say again, you do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you have something pop up on Tuesday night that's out of the ordinary from some sort of event that's involving something that could potentially manipulate your body weight, just wait a day to weigh in. Otherwise it's going to give you, there's going to be a lot of noise in that. So again, we want to get consistent, try to move, like if you have to every once in a while, switch it to where it's not after a day that's like after an evening where something crazy or something different happens from what you normally do. And then from there, we want to take it first thing in the morning post-bathroom, pre-food or drink. Okay. If you do it any other time, there's going to be a lot of noise. Again, there can still be some water weight fluctuations with this method. However, this is going to set us up for the most consistent from day to day. If you do it before you go to the bathroom or say you do it, say you do it at one day, you do it at 8, 8 a.m., you're fasted, you just went to the bathroom and then 
two days later, you do it at 4 p.m. after you haven't gone to the bathroom yet, you ate a lot more that day, you had maybe a little bit more water, you're going to see two different numbers and you're probably going to be heavier on that day, that second weigh-in. So then what's going to happen? A lot of times people freak out and then they make a change when they don't need to make a change. We want to make sure our our, our, our conditions are the same. We want to standardize it as much as we can because it's going to allow us for the most consistent reading from day to day. Um, same scale weight, that's going to be super important. That's one that I commonly see people do uh, differently. They weigh in on different scales, same scale um, as well. From there, so we take those, we take it three times a week. From there, we take the average for the week and see where their weight is trending over weeks. So like I said, if your weight's trending down over time, you're in a calorie deficit, whether you're aiming for that or not. If your weight's maintaining over time, over a couple weeks, around 2.5%, you're probably at, you're not probably, you're at your energy maintenance. If it's trending up over time, you're at, at a surplus. And from there, now we have this consistent weigh-ins and that's all consistent. We're taking longer time frames, and then we're seeing the data where it's trending and then we can make more informed decisions and make adjustments based off of that versus, oh, hey, on Monday, I weighed in at 165 and I was fasted. It was first thing in the morning. And then on Wednesday, I weighed in at 4 p.m. after I didn't go number two that day, I ate a big carb heavy meal. I drank a lot more water. Now I'm 172. Oh my God, I gained seven pounds. Now I need to just completely slash my calories and you do a ton of cardio. Boom. Now you're down this, you made an overreaction to something there and you didn't standardize it. Whereas again, we're going to take it in the morning. We're going to take that average over time. And then we're going to see where it's trending from there, your scale weight. And that can tell us the energy balance that you're in. Just an example on how to do this. Let's say on Monday, you weigh in at 167.5. Wednesday, you come in at 165.3. Friday, you're at 166.8. You add those up, divide by three. That's going to get you 166 pounds, 166.5 for your average weight for the week. Following week, you're at 165. Wednesday, you're at 167. Friday, you're at 164.5. So you're looking at this and you're like, my weight didn't move. I was at 167 last Monday. Wednesday, I'm at 167. Nothing changed. But then you look, you average it out, and now you're at 165.5. That's a one pound decrease from the week before, right? If that kept up again for the next week, you could, we could be safe. We can safely say that you're in some sort of calorie deficit at that point. So again, that's a, to go back to my example there, that's a one pound decrease from the previous week, even though you hit 167 two weeks in a row. This method of tracking like this works because you end up not making any dash, drastic changes from day to day, aka slashing calories, increasing cardio, and it helps you get away from that mindset of thinking certain foods are good or bad. Because again, this is something you'll see here where I'll talk about what can cause your water weight to go up. If you go super low carb for multiple days, and then you have something that's higher carbohydrate, you're probably going to retain some water weight. And again, that's not a bad thing. You, it might be increased glycogen storage, and that's going to show up as an increase in, in scale weight, which again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Or if you have something that's a little bit higher sodium, you might be retaining a little bit more water weight. Now people again associate, oh, that's bad. I need to stay away from that. So again, understanding these things are super key. But let's dive into this more. What's causing these days to be higher or lower, right? Why is there that fluctuation from day to day? So the first, like I just mentioned, sodium and carb intake. Days when you have more sodium or carbs, this can cause your body to retain more water the following day. So again, sodium is going to uh, potentially cause you to retain some water. From a, a carbohydrate standpoint, you may retain a little bit of water. Again, that's not a bad thing. So don't associate that with being bad. But also again, like I said, the glycogen storage that could also increase, especially if you've been going pretty low, cal low calorie, low carb for a while, right? So you weigh in the next day, your scale weight's a little bit higher, but you didn't gain any body fat um, at that point. Again, sodium or carbohydrate intake may have just been higher.
And we have fluid intake. This is going to be another one, right? This is going to go hand in hand with sodium and whatnot. But if you have a day where you drink more, you could be retaining more water the next day um, as well. So look at your fluid intake from the day before. Did you potentially drink more water uh, that day? Did you maybe have more sodium the day before you drank more water? Now, again, you're holding on to a little bit more water weight. Next, digestion and food volume. If you ate more volumes of food the day before, so you... Again, you're in a fat loss diet. You're trying to increase your food volume. So you just had more food in general, right? And maybe you haven't gone to the bathroom yet. You're going to just have more food in your belly at that period of time. That's going to lead to a higher scale weight the following day. Same thing if you didn't have a bowel movement for a couple of days, like you still have, that's probably going to cause you to be a little bit higher in, in body weight. So again, digestion food volume is going to play a big role in this. And again, that's not saying that you're gaining body fat or losing body fat. It's just you have more food in your system at any one time. And that's what's causing you to potentially come in with a higher scale weight. Again, it would be a mistake to see that. And then now I need to slash my calories. Sleep and stress. This is another one. Poor sleep and higher stress levels can lead to a higher scale weight the following days. I've seen it multiple times where clients haven't gotten good sleep for a couple nights and now their their scale weight comes up a little bit, right? They're just a little bit more stressed out, retaining a little bit more water weight because of that. So again, look at your sleep and stress. That could be another thing there that if you improve it, you basically, you get a couple of good nights of sleep, you, you lower overall stress levels, and then boom, there's that whoosh effect in a couple of days. Again, if you we're getting a couple of poor nights of sleep and then you're like, oh, I need to just slash my calories now. Again, that's an overreaction, right? That could be more stress on the body. And again, it just may be an overreaction there. Uh, activity levels are going to be another one. So if you had a tough workout or high amounts of physical activity, you could be retaining some extra water weight. Usually this comes in the form of some inflammation and whatnot. And so you might just, uh, again, be retaining a little bit of water uh, the next day. So again, that's not, I'm sure maybe you've gone on a run or done some intense workout and then the next day it's weight why this happened. But again, it's more so a stress response than anything. So I've seen many clients weigh in higher the next day after a tougher or longer workout. Again, you could do that. And now you could see where if you make an overreaction, oh, I got to slash my calories. It's, no, you just, again, there's going to be these water weight fluctuations from day to day. Medications. If you have certain medications that you take, any type of like cortisone shots or anything like that, I can't think of, if you have to take a steroid for something like these could be some medications that increase your water retention. So look at that. Have you had any changes in medication or anything like that? And then a big one for women out there, menstrual cycle. Certain phases of your menstrual cycle can lead to water retention. I'll see this happen a lot where as you get closer to the bleed, like the week or two ahead of time, a lot of women will just retain a little bit more water during that period of time. And so they, they, again, so their scale weight might come up a little bit. Uh, a lot of times we'll be like, why is this happening? I got to slash calories. And then again, it's this vicious cycle, just stay the path, see it out, take that average for the week. And also realize that, Hey, your menstrual cycle does play a big role in this there on that. So those are the big things with why your weight might be fluctuating from day to day. Again, now that you know this, again, you can look back. Okay. So it's Wednesday, man, I was 165 on Monday. Why am I now 168? Oh, you know what? That actually, that food had a ton of sodium. Oh crap. My menstrual cycle's coming up. I haven't gone to the bathroom for a couple of days. I actually had a pretty tough workout yesterday. And now it can be like, you know what? I don't need to worry about this. I can just, I can um, be calm and keep doing what I'm doing. And I will check back in here after I get a couple of weeks worth of data here on this versus making these drastic changes over reactions. So hopefully this was helpful and hopefully this helps you make better decisions around the scale weight. Again, this is something that I really try to teach a lot of education around this with clients. So if you're interested in learning more, let me know. Like I said, the link to coaching is in the show notes and you can also reach out on Instagram. So that's it for now. I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at jeffh91 underscore or visit jhhealth.net. See you next time.